welcome to the Chen.com podcast, where I talk about the mysteries of game design. In today's episode, I'm talking about the difference between toys, puzzles, games and movies. Many books, articles and papers have been written about games and many of these struggle with words like game and play as they seem to be used for many different things. But when you look at the experience of media from a player's perspective, it suddenly becomes apparent why words like play mean different things in different contexts, but are also the same. We can all feel that there's a difference between these things. Toys are not games and games are not movies. Puzzles are not toys. But we also feel that they are somewhat the same. Puzzles have rules and goals just like games. Games are played just like toys. Visual novels allow for players to make impacting choices. Some people have described playing with Lego as similar to playing a game. There are unwritten rules on proper ways to use bricks, for example. In fact, there are actually written rules on legal and illegal Lego builds. So where do toys end and games start? Where do games end and puzzles start? Where should we draw the line? My answer is, we don't draw the line. When we look at these artifacts from the player's participation perspective, the lines become blurred and the distinctions overlap. When an experience is perceived, the person is not simply a receiver. The player is not a radio receiving the transmissions of the game. But the player plays an active part in the way the experience is perceived. This active participation is not only due to the interactive nature of games, but also because the player interprets the experience in their own unique way. This responsibility that the player takes on while experiencing any media shifts from very responsible to mildly responsible. I discovered three distinct responsibilities the player can take on while forming the experience together with the media. Distinction 1. The player as the author of an experience. Here the player takes on a huge responsibility in forming the experience while well, the media has little control over forming the experience. Distinction 2, the player as actor of an experience. Here the responsibility of the experience is somewhat shared between media and player. And lastly, distinction 3, the player as audience to the experience. Here we see that the player takes on hardly any responsibility and the experience is largely formed by the media. These three distinctions are not strictly separate, but allow for many forms in between. There are no hard transitions, but responsibilities can ebb and flow between different products, but also within the same product, sometimes requiring active participation and sometimes allowing the player to sit back and absorb. I call this the skill of experience authorship. So let's take a bit of a closer look at these three distinctions. Player as author of the experience. The player as author of an experience is in charge of the experience. Toys are the tools that the author uses to create the play experience. There are no rules on how to play with toys, 
the play experience is undefined and unrestricted. Toys may afford certain actions or facilitate some forms of play, but even so, there are no guides with what to do with them. Therefore, one could argue that any tools used in improvised play are in fact toys. Toys like Legos, a skip rope or a ball are all items where the experience is largely determined by the player. Curiosity, discovery and experimentation are its key drivers and expressions of the experience of the player as author. Player as actor of the experience. The player as actor of an experience follows a script, adheres to the rules of play and operates within predefined space created by the designer or director. A goal must be reached and rules must be obeyed. Rules define correct and incorrect behavior. They define the space within one can operate. Play and player expressions exist between the rules and the space that it defines. Puzzles are a pure player as actor experience. They define a clear goal and strict boundaries of accepted player behavior. If the player wants to experience the puzzle, it can only follow the rules until the goal is met. Crosswords, Sudokus and Jigsaw puzzles are pure player as actor experiences. Observing, testing, understanding and learning are all part of actor experiences. Fun arises from mastery, skill and interpretation. Like the actor in a theater play, the player of games can express themselves while still adhering to the script. Player as audience of the experience. The player as audience of an experience makes a deliberate choice to immerse themselves in an experience completely governed by someone else. The player willingly surrenders to the experience, suspending their disbelief while observing. Roller coasters, music, books, theater and movies all require the player to surrender any authority and just observe the experience that is carefully crafted. The player is taken by the hand and guided through the experience without any choice. Movies and theater are pure form of player as audience experiences. Suspension of disbelief, observing, surrendering and subordination define the role of the audience. The way I see it, any form of these free authorships are all part of the same thing. So now let's take a look at some examples of the scale of experience authorship. The amount of authorship a player is afforded in any of these experiences changes from being a movie to becoming a toy. For instance, let's take Lego as a first example. Lego Bricks as a toy doesn't have any rules and the player is fully responsible for the experience of their play with Lego. But take a little authorship away from the player by adding a rule, for instance, use only red bricks, and setting a goal, create the highest possible tower. And the experience slowly turns into a game. Take away more authorship and tell the player to create a specific model and the game turns into a puzzle. Take away even more authorship and only allow the player to watch a model being made on a screen and the puzzle changes into a movie. Another example, emergent behavior, unpredictable player solutions and things that happen in a game that have not been envisioned by the developers of the game 
see players take on more responsibility than required for the experience as designed by the developers. These players push the game playing experience towards the toy playing experience. They tend to stress the systems and bend the rules the way they want, rather than following the rules as envisioned. On the other side, many tutorials and onboarding techniques change a game into a visual novel, requiring little more than certain actions from the player. They strip the player from the responsibility and guide them through the available options. It explains why it's very hard, or maybe even impossible to some extent, to really create a game with a deep story where the player is both free to play with the rules and subordinate to the narrative. The scale of player authorship takes a look at the artifact that we call games, toys and movies from a perspective of the players and their role in the total formation of that experience. There are no distinct differences between movies and visual novels, between puzzles and games. They slowly blend the player's role from one end to another and I'm pretty sure new experiences hide in between the gradients. 